What's up, Benfica Nation? This is the Mr. Mike Agustinho here with you for a new sort of spin-off, if you will. This is a new little side project I've decided to start, and I think everyone will enjoy this. This is the debut, the premiere of my new concept, all right, uh, focusing on the Portuguese third division. Yeah, that's right, the Portuguese third division. I'm calling it Liga 3 in English, that's, you know, the third league in English, uh, Liga 3 in English. This is uh, my latest idea that I think would be a good compliment to the Mr. Benfica podcast. You may ask why, what does this have to do with Benfica? Well, we are all Benficistas, of course, but those of us that at least are of Portuguese descent also have hometown teams, and I thought... Why not give some of these small-town teams a little bit of love, a little bit of a spotlight here in Benfica Nation? Because, again, we are Benficistas, but we all have a hometown, um, especially those of us that are of Portuguese descent. But if you're not, hey, pick a team, and why don't you follow them? I'm going to do a quick rundown each week. I mean, this is quick. This is not going to be a long podcast. This will not be anything... Um, like Mr. Benfica, this is just a little side thing going on right here that I that came to mind after the success of the Liga Treja, the the Liga Three teams in the last round of the Portuguese Cup, highlighted by Verzin knocking out Sporting, and of course Mike Caldas taking on my Benfica and your Benfica and taking them all the way to penalties. And I've been following this league since its inception, and I thought. Why not uh, share the love a little bit? Why not share uh, the results each week? Give you a little bit of insight. Just a little bit of news when it pops up. And let you know what players to look for, maybe, as uh, we push our way through the season. And, you know, these guys are going to show up in the first and second division at some point. There's a lot of players in this league. This league, for me, okay, is maybe the best thing the Portuguese Federation has done in the last 20 years, okay? they, they We have seen, you know, this level of football really suffer for a long time until the creation of this Liga 3, or the Liga 3, as, as it's called. Um, before this, we had the, the CNS, the Campeonato Nacional, the National Amateur Championship, if you will. It still exists. It's now the fourth division, but there was a huge, huge gap from the CNS to the second division. And there was a wide, wide range of talent levels in that division. 96 teams playing for two spots to go up to the second division. So the Federation came up with a better idea. This is much more like the old uh, second division B that we had in the 90s and 80s. But I think this, I think they have finally got this on the right track. It, it's not a perfect league yet. Uh, when we get to the later stages and we get to the promotion and relegation playoffs, um, I think uh, I will be forced then to talk about some of the flaws with the setup. But at this stage, in the first stage, I think this is a phenomenal competition. And like I said, these teams are doing well. They have closed the gap between you know the the third level and the first and second level for sure root now every year as since the founding of this league um routinely knocking out higher division teams in the portuguese cup i think again this is great for the small towns this is great for 
the clubs that needed more competitive matches. They've got it now here in the Liga 3. So that's why I'm doing this. So let's get right into it. This was round six. So this debut episode will take place um, in round six. And we'll go down the fixture list here in round six. All right. The fixtures began on Friday, October the 21st for round six. It was at the historic Gestil uh, in, in Lisbon, in Belém, to be exact. Of course, the historic club, the one-time champions of Portugal. Clube Futebol Usbulanenses, not be sad. Clube Futebol Usbulanenses taking on Sporting B at the Gestil. And um, this one uh, took place Friday, like I said. And it would be the Baby Lions coming in. Sporting B leaving the Rishtil with a win. 1-0. Moving them up the table and pulling Ujbulanesis out of first place. Um, Rodrigo Ribeiro had the goal for the Little Lions. And Sporting B start the round off with a win. On Saturday, October the 22nd, Canelas 2, Felgatish 2. This one took place. Um, at Felgatish, of course, a well-publicized club. A lot of people know about this club. A very controversial club, no doubt about it. Uh, but this one, again, this club is trying to clean up its image as well. Taking on Felgatish 1932, a Felgatish that uh, people my age or older will remember from the first division in the 1990s. This is another reason I wanted to talk about this league because there's so many clubs here that we used to see in the first division, so many historic clubs. Here in the Liga 3, um, Vitor Bastos of of Canelas would be sent off for a straight red card in the seventh minute. Uh, those, you know, the detractors of Canelas, myself included, would say not that is par for the course for Canelas. Remember, this is the team that when they were in the amateur levels and the district levels of Porto after they were founded. Of course, it's in the team named Canelas 2010, the official name of the club. Canelage FC 2010 uh, were founded in 2010, and when in those first years they featured uh, <laughs> featured Porto's current uh, whatever you want to call the leader of their their supporters groups, the leaders of their clock, uh, Fernando Madureira, better known as Macaco. He played for this club in its first years, and early on in the existence of this club, they they had a lot of opponents refuse to play them because of the violent conduct that this club was accused of, and, and there's video evidence that they were in fact guilty of um, winning a lot of forfeit victories early on in their existence too, which helped them up the P Portuguese football pyramid quicker than maybe maybe you would expect, but Vitor Bash was sent off in the 7th minute. In the 40th minute, Felgatas would draw first blood, pun intended, but it would be from the penalty spot. It would be Welton from the penalty spot in the 40th minute, and they go into halftime 1-0 to Felgatas. Second half, Zezinho would get Canela's level in the 47th before Welton would strike again in the 51st. 2-1, but in the 75th, the penalty would be returned to Canelas, and Mohamed Torre would step up, convert the penalty. This one finishes 2-2, Canelas uh, and Felgatas. Alverca taking on Amon Carpachens uh, in Alverca and Ribatejo. And again, Alverca, another team. Once upon a time, we remember them in the first division with such great players as Deku, Magiku Deku, and Pedro Mantores. 
playing for this Alverca team, trying to fight their way back up the pyramid as well. Uh, they host Amon Carpachens, and they get a goal in the 68th minute from Ricardo Rodrigues, and then in the 90th plus two, Ruben Pina would make it 2-0. Alverca take three points at home in this one. Paredes hosting Anadia. Anadia trying to rebound after a 6-0 defeat to Porto in the, in the Portuguese Cup, traveling Short distance to Paredes, and this one would go to the visitors. Uh, they would get on the board first. Simão Fernandes scoring in the 44th minute for Anadia. They go into halftime that way, but then in the 54th, Madureira levels for Paredes before Papayele would would win this one in the 59th, or he'd get the winner in the 59th, rather, for Anadia and the Aveiro district side. Will advance, oh, not advance, excuse me, will pick up the three points. We are not talking cup football here today. Uh, so, speaking of cup football, though, a team still in the Portuguese Cup, São João Ver taking on Vitória Guimarães B. And São João Ver victorious over the, over the B side of, you know, Portugal's arguably fifth club. Um, São João Vid would finish this match, would win this match, I should say, in spite of playing with 10 men for 45 minutes. Um, just before the just before the halftime interval, Jason Babambula of Vitória Guimarães B would convert a penalty kick to send the teams to halftime with a 1-0 lead to the visitors. But Leo Ka would, would level in the first minute of the second half before a tumble Monteiro would make it 2-1 to São João Ver. And then in the 76th minute, Vitória Guimarães B's Kirill Zinovic would see a straight red card as well. Um, at least I believe it's a straight red card. It could be an accumulation. Not sure if uh, Mob's, you know, uh stats here are uh, as in-depth as, as I may be assuming. But either anyway, this match finished 10 aside. It's São João Ver with the three points. Vila Verdense, or Lank Vila Verdense, as they're known these days, hosting São João in Vila Verde, and it was nil-nil, and that one a point to each. Another historic club, multiple-time Portuguese Cup winners, one-time runner-up, Vitória Stubal, one-time Portuguese First Division runner-up, I should say. Vitória Stubal, the Sandinj. Hosting Oliveira do Hospital, who made the trip from the Coimbra district to Stubal. And at the Bonfim, it would be the Sardinos with a big 5-1 to one victory at home in this one. Much needed three points for Vitoria Stubal. Their goals in this one came uh, from two from Zequinha, two from Varela, and one from Cicada. Um, while... David Santos would would turn an own goal into his own into his own goal. Obviously, in the fourth minute, actually got getting Oliveira do Hospital uh, on the score sheet first and in the lead for the first half hour. Or so before a Zequinha penalty in the thirty sixth minute leveled, and it was all downhill from there. It was all Victoria Stubal from there. We move to Sunday's matches. We stay in, in the in the Margin Sul, if you will. We stay just south of Lisbon in Amora as Amora hosts Union de Leiria. And this one would finish 2-1 to one to Amora. 
another penalty in this one in the ninth minute. Paulo Marcelo would would open the score sheet. One uh, nil on that one uh, on that penalty kick, I should say, to Amora before Khalifu Balde make doubles it and makes it two nil. In the second half, we see more red cards. So a double yellow card for Philippe Almeida of Union Lady in the 46. Looks like he took a yellow and a red in the same play. Not, mm, I'd love to see what happened there. Uh, Gonçalo Gregorio, six minutes later, would, would see a red of his own. Union Lady down to nine men. That said, they would fight back. And in the 90th plus four, Jair Silva would cut the deficit in half. But that's as close as the Leiria side would get. It finishes Amora 2, Union Leiria 1. Uh, Real Masama and Fontinhas postponed. Next, we go to Coimbra to another historic club, another former Portuguese Cup, two-time Portuguese Cup winners. I'm talking, of course, about the historic Academica Coimbra. They host my Caldas Sport Club, fresh off of their... their Memorable night taking Benfica to penalties. And one of the coolest gestures I have seen, and I'm not saying this because this is my hometown club. I'm saying this because this was cool. And if you don't know, and in the next Mr. Benfica episode, which I'm planning to record on Tuesday, I'll talk about this. Uh, Sergio Conceição, among others, throwing shade at Caldas' Diogo Clement. Uh, digging into Diogo's social media a little bit, I guess, and finding pictures of him. Uh, that confirmed that he's a Benfica supporter, like us, and um, tried to claim that the man missed his penalty on purpose. Ridiculous, ridiculous, uh, unprofessional, and just downright wrong behavior from so many at the rival clubs. But the College Sport Club responds this week in Coimbra, all players in a Caldas uniform wearing the name Clement across their back. That's right. It was 11 Clements in the field to take on Academica, and the 11 Clements responded. They show their teammate support. They show their city love, and uh, what an afternoon for Caldas Sport Club. Uh, it would start with João Silva, the left wing back, would, would score in the 35th minute to put the Alvinegros ahead Going into halftime, um, again, a penalty would, would be called here in the 47th. Academica would have David Telsch stepping up to convert the penalty. He beats Luis Lopes, and it's 1-1, but it, it didn't take long from there. As in the 55th, it would be Tarzan himself, João Rod Tarzan Rodriguez, would score and make it 2-1 to Caldas. And, it and they would not look back in the 79th. It would be 3-1 in a goal that was assisted by Tarzan and finished by Enrique Enrique. That was in the 79th minute. 3-1 to Kaldash at that point, but they were not done yet. Tuga would make it 4-1 in the 90th plus 7. And Kaldash take all three points home from the Municipal Stadium in Coimbra. Kaldash go top of the table in the south section and a big win for them and it's the first ever first ever victory for Caldas at Academica this this was a historic day uh, busloads of fans made the trip from Caldas de Reina to to uh, Coimbra Academica also with their Mancha Negra there with their uh, their supporters group and 
uh, a good crowd on hand that day for this Liga 3 matchup. Closing out the round six of the Liga 3, we go back up north. We go to the city of the bishops. We go to Braga to the Primeiro de Mayo Stadium. And Braga B hosting Faf. And it would be the visitors late. Another penalty. Another red card in this one, by the way. 21st minute, Sardar Sachi would be sent off for Braga B. While, as we said, in the 90th plus one, it would be Pedro Matus stepping up for Faf. He would convert. Faf take all three points from this one late in stoppage time. Let's look at the table now. We'll start in the Zona A, or the, the northern section uh, of this Liga 3. Verzin are top of the table. Um, having It looks like they have they had played this match uh, ahead of time because I don't recall. I don't recall reading their results here this week. Uh, yes, did I miss them? I may have missed them. Uh, they won 2-1 to one over Montalegre, uh, over Club Desportivo Montalegre. And um, I don't remember saying this one, so I'll give it to you now. Bruno Bernardo with the goal in the 60th. Gustavo Mora in the, in the 75th, making it 2-0 in the 90th. Plus four, Montalegre's Zach would add one to cut the lead in half. So, um, yes, Verzin, the big winners of the Portuguese Cup round three, are top of the table in the northern section uh, on 14 points, two vi uh, four victories, two draws. Eight goals, four, two against for a plus six. Second place belongs to Lancavilla Verdense. They have 12 points, uh, two better than Anadia, who currently have 10. And in fourth place, and for now, the final spot in the to advance to the promotion section is Sanjuanes with 10 points, but they are on the same number of points as fifth place Canelas. In sixth place, one back is Felgueiras. They have nine. Braga B in seventh with eight. Sanjuanes in eighth with seven points. Paredes with five, as uh, is Faf also with five in tenth. Vitoria Guimarães B in eleventh with four. And then Montalegre in twelfth with just one point. Zone B, or the south section, if you will, like I said, Caldas. My club sit top of the table for now on goal difference with 12 points, three victories, three draws. They are level on points with Sporting B, but ahead on goal difference. College with a plus six goal difference, while Sporting B have a plus three. Bulanenses are third right now, one point behind them with 11 points. And Amora sit in fourth with 10. And then just outside the... the uh, Zone to advance to the promotion playoffs. You have fifth place Vitoria Stubal, who are also on 10 points. Uh, sixth place is Fontinhas with nine and a match in hand. Remember, if they win that match in hand, they join Caldas and Sporting B with 12 points. Alverca are seventh with eight points. Union de Leiria eighth with seven. Oliveira do Hospital in ninth with six points. Real Massama with four in 10th place. Mon Carpachense have three, as do Academica Coimbra, three. Those are the tables in this division. So top four in each section advance to a promotion playoff. And uh, how that will work is that two teams from each section will make up a group of four. 
and then first place from each group of four will advance to the second division, will be promoted automatically, and play in a Liga 3 championship match, national championship match, at the Jamur at the end of the season, while the two second-place clubs will play a promotion playoff match, um, or perhaps, if I'm not mistaken, there may even be a promotion playoff round with the with two of the bottom teams from the Liga 2. As we get closer to that point, we're a long way from there. I will certainly clarify that. Lastly, let's look at some player stats here. Zakinha of Vitoria Stubal leads the Golden Boot Race. He's got seven goals. Paulo Marcelo of Amora has five. Gonçalo Gregorio of Union Lidia has four. And then we have a number of players with three. I'll just rifle off their names. Gustavo Mora of Verzin. Ruben Silvestre of Anadia. Jason Abambambula of Vitoria Guimarães B. Welton of Vitoria Guimarães B. Polite of Felgueiras on loan from Estoril. Edmilson Filho of Lanque Vila Verdense. Uh, Xavier Fernandes and João Augusto. Uh, both of Bolognese round that out with three goals apiece. Uh, that is the player stats. Those are the fixtures next week in Liga 3. Uh, here's what the fixtures look like starting Friday, Fontinhas host Bolanenses. Saturday, Vitória Stubal host Alverca Caldas, hosting Real Massama. Montalegre hosting Vila Verdense. Mon Carpachense hosting Académica. Oliveira do Hospital hosting União Leria. And São João Ver hosting Leaders Verzin. Sunday, Vitória Guimarães host FAF. Uh, São Joãoense host Canelas. Anadia host Praga B. And Felgueiras hosting. That's going to do it for this first edition of Liga 3 English. Thank you for listening. I'm the Mr. Mike Agustinho. Remember, follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. And stay tuned for the next episode of Mr. Benfica dropping real soon. Okay, I'm going to recap the Porto match and the Juventus match, which takes place Tuesday. And then following that, the next episode will be a women's match recapping the win over Vila Verdense this past weekend. Plus, um, plus we'll be looking at the mat the upcoming match against uh, Bayern Munich in the Women's Champions League. So there's a lot of Mr. Benfica content dropping this week. Stay tuned wherever you're listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. And to share this with your friends, give a, a four-star rating wherever you can so I can get this podcast out to more and more people. Let me know what you think of Liga 3 English. Is this something you're interested in hearing? Am I taking up too much time of yours? Am I filling up your feed with stuff you don't want to hear? Let me know. Uh, again, at Benfica Mr on Twitter and at Mr. Befica on Instagram. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you next time.